Hello and welcome what to When Will It End? I'm starting a timer so we have a sense of how long we're going for. Oh my so God, are you kidding? Wow, you really want to cut this off. Well, not cut it off, but we, I did drive out here to do the show. So you just want to make sure we get it. I want to make sure that we have a sense of some kind of a economy of budget because our listeners want to hear about the Saw movies because it's when will it end? I'm Josh Landy's joined as ever by my, my dear friend, my co-host. It's Charles. We're, it's Charles. And we're really cutting down that lag now that we're back in person, which is the best part. I'm going to try to add it back in. Okay, so uh, we are recording live in Charles's basement because once again, baby, we're back in the saddle, and by the saddle, that's what I refer to Charles' couches as—the saddle, baby. That's cool. Back I didn't know anyone ever talked about my couches. You know, like in fantasy novels, they're always naming weapons, cool stuff. Yeah. Why not name yeah. a couch something cool? Yeah, I mean, you named it the saddle, which the I'm going to argue back is in the not the coolest name, but you could have named it like Frost Challenger. Um, I think Frost Challenger sounds like a David Frost interviewing the Starship Challenger that exploded and killed that that. What an teacher. awful interview. So how's it up there? But, but he's British, right? Oh, okay. Hold on. Gavna, you're a bloody rocket, you is. Has been a rocket. That's a kind of a bad, that's a bad question. I think that's that's the obvious question to ask a rocket. You think so? What's I the deal with being a rocket? I think that's a question that is so obvious most journalists would be cowardly to it's ask. It's a rocket, in it. I mean, For most British people, audiences. Most British people would just be like, hey, it's a fucking rocket. It's if you fu- were a British stand-up comedian, you'd kill. If you watch British stand-up they're always like, build is in it. And the crowd's like, yes. The only British go off, queen. stand-up comedian I've seen is from the movie Mother's Day, where a British comedian the great carries Jack a baby. Whitehall. He says, oh, I'm terribly sorry, because you hold my baby. Uh, wait, my wait, wait, wait. the most incredible baby in the uh, baby maker, uh, woman in the world. And in the, the crowd's like, yes, this is good stand-up comedy. In the same way that you named my couch, challenge. No, what did you name it? The saddle. saddle. The challenge. <laughs> uh, in, in Mother's Day, uh, a fat man names himself a couch. So I'm soft the, like a couch. The it's mathematic- one of the weirdest moments in the Patreon. Uh, hello, welcome to When Will It End. This is, of course, our Saw 6 episode. In our Patreon series, Why Won't It End? We covered Gary Marshall's holiday series, which at one point, uh, and this is, I think, a pretty good selling point, a fat man refers to himself as uh, soft like a couch. And then uh, threatens slashes offers to fuck James. Yeah, and I, uh, it's uh, Jack Whitehall. Sorry, um, Jack. Playing, his name's like Zach Zaney or whatever in the movie. It's really a good movie. <laughs> Zach Zaney. Uh, no, but yeah, he, uh, I think it's funny that he gets a bigger laugh than anything that the right. comedian well, in the movie gets. Well, I mean, that's not surprising because his comedy bit is literally... It's very bad. My, 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 my woman, who I want to be my wife, oh, well. she doesn't want to be my wife. I'm carrying her baby, but I, I she doesn't want to be my be wife. Like, I, lo- I love my wife. She's amazing. She's so good, but she's not like, my yes. wife. But she's not my wife. How do I get her to be become my wife? And everyone's like, this is fucking funny as hell. <laughs> this fucking slaps. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're talking about Saw 6, of course. Uh, no, Jack Whitehall. Little mm. to no discussion of being soft like a couch. No couch. Though uh, oh. a fat man does cut off his stomach at one point. Yeah. So there's some There's a great there. scene. The first scene of the movie is... Saw starts his game. He says, you want to play a game? And then he's like, you are both predatory lenders who have caused much suffering in the world now that it is 2009. And I demand a pound of flesh, much in the same way that Shakespeare demanded his pound of flesh. And From Shylock the Eucerous Jew. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And then the fat man says... Oh, look at you. And then there's like a great silent cut of him patting his big belly. And then it cuts to the woman and she lifts her she, shirt. She pats her flat little and she's tummy like, and goes, damn, oh, no fat. Fuck, I thought I had fat down here. Crap. Um, it's really good. Yeah, this is definitely uh, the Saw franchise pivoting to, we talked in the past, the the joy of watching Jigsaw outsmart corrupt cops and and uh, take revenge on a just criminal justice system gone awry for both being too lenient and too conservative simultaneously. Yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a dangling chat I mean, situation think, with that. Well, again, I think it really shows you how the life of a libertarian, <laughs> yeah. where they're constantly battling between trying to fit between like progressive values and and authoritarian values, and somehow landing in the middle. Right, because there's there's like uh you know uh f- 
bureaucratic fat cats who are getting off on their power, but yeah. also layabouts right. trying to leech <laughs> off of the system simultaneously. Yeah. It seems hard to be a libertarian. It is. Because no one likes you. No yeah. one wants to hang out with you. You yeah. hit everybody. You, you're constantly buying abandoned zoos to <laughs> carry out twisted games. I want to go ahead and say I most thought... most valuable location so far. Zoo? Zoo. I disagree. I loved the zoo. I wish it had, like, they kept saying, like, oh, this is in a zoo. No, no, no. And then re- nothing I don't think happened. anyone actually said that. No, no, but like, signs, like, like welcome deliberately to zoo, cut. Abandoned zoo. Hoffman goes into a building and rather than just cutting. <laughs> the door slams shut and says, like, this is a zoo. Not only does it not cut, it <laughs> zooms and pans to the sign that says, this is a zoo. Check in with a zoo. Well, I mean, isn't, isn't, uh, isn't society? I like where this is going. A bit like a freaking zoo. Like you ever think the- about this? <laughs> Yeah. Mm. I need to get a seltz. I left mine over there. That's okay. Um, Yes. So Charles is going to get a seltzer. I'm uh, sipping on a black cherry polar right now. We had a delightful lunch by a lake because it's uh, COVID's over, baby. Just like the Saw Menace is done. We did it. Just like Jigsaw is dead and can never rise again. COVID is gone now. Do you think I should drink both at once? Uh, Both seltzers at the same time. I got got ruby red. I think you could just drink. Why would that? What would that? What would the... uh, the end result of you drinking two seltzers simultaneously be the flavor have you ever i don't know it's in it's i i, I feel like if saw man he sort of gets off he's talked about him being a libertarian like skirting the line between two things maybe if you just indulged in both that makes no sense this is such a reach okay so you, saw six is 2009 it's full-on a saw of the times it's a, it's a contemporary saw of the day and age in the wake of the financial uh let's call it kerfuffle the whoopsie do the big whoopsie doo financial kerfuffle of two thousand eight. We're both saw. we're both in the middle of buying a house right now. It is uh, very awesome. We feel more, great. We feel great about it. More than once have I heard someone say, "Oh, there's so much paperwork now at, in the aftertimes." Like literally damning the side, like trying desperately to control this market, which is completely out of control. They're like, "Oh, you have to fill out so much paperwork, so we don't." Give Actually, you money that you no, can't no. use. I think your real estate agent just isn't very good because no, this have, wasn't the real estate agent. We have the we have the tap and sign thing. This was the lawyer I called, and this was the uh, lender we we used. Yeah, and just to be clear, you are lending uh, from Fat Polly out of a warehouse down in uh down in this and down in South. Yeah, they package pita bread. Yeah, and it's also pita get, bread factor, yeah. factory, and they murder people too. And they give you some uh, money. money, but it's at a pretty good rate. It's like Fat 70, Polly is 70%. Uh, generous in his way. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Um, so, yes, uh, 2009, everyone hates the freaking. We all hate two things uh, the financial industry and the healthcare industry. And Jigsaw finally <laughs> turns his twisted sights on the healthcare industry. And this basically was the Bernie Sanders campaign platform. We should put people and health insurance agencies into a twisted game to show them how sick it is to play with people's lives yeah it's really refreshing because yeah. i mean i like that the cops have always been at the like in the hellscape without much of a way out but you know after they the picking on cops they've sort of they've gotten lost where they're like it's not really the cops fault it's other things fault and i think over time we've sort of Seen like from Saw three or two, where just cops are just like brutalized before our eyes, and it's awesome. Now they're just like really not much going on in the cop world, and I, I like the pivot to just imagining Bernie Sanders being like, you know, just being like, I would like to put them into a twisted game. They will have to fight for survival. There's this the way scene. they make Americans working Americans. Jigsaw's like in the Far East. <laughs> they don't they don't charge ahead of time. Yeah. They charge you afterwards. So yeah. we live in a world where you pay for what you want, not for what you have. Just to underscore what kind of weird boomer Jigsaw is, he literally says we have much to learn from the East. Like literally says that in this <laughs> yeah. movie. While looking at a fish tank. Yeah, a like, full ad- piranhas. Admiring them. Yeah. It's so funny. It's one of the trivia pieces I read uh, is that the fish tanks are a metaphor for the bloodthirsty nature of the insurance company. Wait, he has piranhas? Those are piranhas, baby. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought they were just nice. There's just nice, just nice fish, just nice fish. No, well, piranhas yeah. are probably. Here's the thing, you know, and this, this this raises a question about human nature, does it not? It, it's in their nature to go nibble, nibble, and eat mm. with their little mouths. Well, the JNF, they that's 
just nice fish. Just well, nice fish. Well, the JNF, they just want to swim around. But can we blame around? the piranhas for having hungry little mouths? Yes. No, I don't think we can. Really? It's not their fault. That's that's all they do. They're piranhas, baby. But then is it okay to just get rid of them? Imagine the jigsaw fish who puts a piranha in a twisted game to teach it a lesson about about fish nature. And the fish is like, I had cancer and then tried to kill myself. And my wife, Jill Tuck, had had her child Jill smashed. Tuck. This movie, we I'm pretty sure if we did the math on it, is I'm going to go ahead and say very seriously, 25% flashbacks. And that is oh, not yeah. a knock on this. Just, I really think if we cut out things that we've seen at this point, like straight up four or five times sometimes we see the baby get smashed like three times in this it's really crazy we see the the death of uh, jill and john's baby like but from it, multiple angles but it pays out right because it adds oh my god a new angles so okay like, so it's as though a cameraman had always been there but we'd never seen his footage and then suddenly breaking news amanda was there it's um, her fault yeah and that's what hoffman was blackmailing amanda with Oh my god, the twisted games never end. This was better than 5. I think I think we're in agreement that 5 5 what? provides a lot of context. And I'm not saying we don't like 5. I'm saying this we're was better than 5. I like 5 better. Why? This is just it's a Charles sweet. take. This is a Charles take. It's a little slower. I like it. You like that it's that 5 is slower? I liked the lull. I liked every we we cannot keep I told this I said this last episode. I don't want to keep climbing and climbing and climbing. That's exhausting. I need a little break and I liked that the yeah it's it's i we we talked about how amanda was in the midst of blackmail when she killed lynn and i liked that in the third one it's just a, because she has no idea what to believe because she's been so fucked by jigsaw and the fact that this tried to be like ooh let's add a 20th layer to the jigsaw series i don't know i didn't need a motivation for her to want to kill lynn i like that she just was jealous that's a great motivation unto itself i don't think that she needed to have this other thing that suddenly hoffman's involved in i I hear you it's a hat and a hat in a way but given that so in the trivia this is the first new footage with shawnee smith that she's shot since three (laughs) she doesn't so there's finally new amanda for the first time in three movies which is hysterical how how much they got out of her first three appearances that is amazing yeah super crazy wow she does look in the same way that donnie sort of looks like he was just kidnapped from his apartment she's doesn't look like she's quite ready to become an, a, a saw actor again. There, there is an amazing scene in this movie where one of the many flashbacks explaining even more things about the the, the pre-saw mythos where, where john shows up at jill's things like I found a way to make people cool. Check out Amanda. Her shit's all together. Look at her. It, too. <laughs> it just looks like shit. And she's like, I am better now. <laughs> and Jill's like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, she, her haircut looks like like a Bride of Frankenstein meets a, a Far Side cartoon where it's like, you think she's hiding something under her it hair? It looks like she like tumbled out of a methadone clinic. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. It's like, meanwhile, the, the main... Uh, protagonist antagonist i guess he's a protagonist even though he's a bad banker or bad insurance man we hate the insurance man he's we, ba- he wears a, a vest a lot of the movie he does we hate him but he is our protagonist he on the other hand looks beautiful he has bright red lipstick beautiful mascara like no he, his lashes look incredible they are incredible and it's like it's so overwhelmingly obvious that it's like actually becomes a part of the character. It's not just makeup for the movie. It's like he gets ready to for a party. Yeah, he stands in front of the mirror and asks his wife. Actually, wait, he doesn't have a wife. Spoiler. No, sorry. Big spoiler. Spoiler. By the way, the twists in this were awesome. Yeah, you're fucking crazy that five is better. I'm gonna. This was so so much here's better. a promise to our listeners and a promise to you. Okay, I will, and you do not have to join me. Be watching all eight Saw movies in a row before we see Spiral. Okay, you've told me this plan. Yeah, I but don't I haven't think told we them. need to. We've spent a lot of time thinking, talking, and observing the Saw franchise. I don't feel like I'm missing a lot heading into Spiral. I've never been more prepared in my life. That's but you fine. feel like a, another... You've already watched a couple of these a couple times, Yeah, right? here's the... Here's, I mean, to, to turn this into like something that other people could understand, this is like if, you know, you go to the dentist <laughs> once a year, and you feel fine with that. Hello, Charles. I want to pick your gums. Right. And then maybe I would prefer to go every three months, you know, get a, get a nice checkup more often. You know, neither is wrong. Okay. 
It's just what you're willing to spend to make your life better. I want to apologize to our listeners in Thailand because this movie was banned in Thailand. Why are you apologizing to them? Because they haven't. They probably. I don't know if they've seen. They've been able to see Saw Six because it was banned. I like it every time we say seesaw. That's fun. Seesaw six. Seesaw six. Seesaw this six. is a really good one because it's got the total alliteration. And some assonance. Yeah, seesaw six. Seesaw six. Um, okay, so this is interesting uh, contextually. This is where the Saw franchise starts to kind of financially drop off. This one does bad by oh, Saw standards. No. Um, domestically, this made... Uh, Wait. The opening weekend was fourteen million. Which we is have the to remember so that this is probably the first. When did when was the the big bank problem of two thousand and eight? That was early yes. though, right? So you're saying people uh, didn't have enough nickels scraped together to go see right. Saw Six. It takes a lot of nickels. Uh, this one worldwide made sixty eight million, which is the first one to drop below a hundred million and to really drop considerably below. What was the budget? Um, I'm gonna look it up in one sec. But uh, if you remember, the last one was like 114 million or something, and that was considered kind of a drop off. Yeah. Um, so this that's is, correct. Clearly, things are changing. And as I understand it from the trivia, Saw Seven was originally going to be a two part finale to the original Saw story. Oh. Yeah. And by the way, there's like a two hour oh. cut of Saw Six. We watched the 88 minute one. <laughs> so, God bless you. Though. We oh, did okay, $11 million budget, so they're really staying in the same neighborhood. Yeah, which is interesting because this feels cheaper. It's, it's definitely, we're... yeah, as we were talking, watching it, um, you know, obviously this is now with the third director of, for the series is Kevin Gutert in his feature directorial debut. Um, wow, they did it again. Because wasn't the last person who did Saw 5 his first movie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they've changed hands again. It definitely looks more like a fun made-for-TV soap opera at this point than the the pure grit of Saw 1. Because Saw 1 has very cheap parts, but I think altogether... Yeah, no, it's not quite the same. This feels like a franchise. Oh, thing. okay, okay, interesting. This guy edited Saw and Saw 2 and Saw 3 and Saw 4 and Saw 5, oh, and he was like, cool. guys, it's my time. just let me fucking shoot one. I'm ready. Lord knows I've cut them all together so far. And then he directs Saw 3D as well, the, the seventh and the final chapter of the original one. And uh, yes, it looks like he edited Jigsaw as well. Cool. <laughs> they can't get Wait, this fucking he, guy away. Did he away. edit this one too or did they get someone else? Uh, I think someone else edited okay. this one. They were like, take five, buddy. So, take six. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> must be the money if you want to go and get with me up to California. So I'm going to bring up Jaws. Please. Not just because my dear friend Max was texting last night because it was his first time watching Jaws 2 and he finally met Andy who starts off the show by dissing some of his punch and dumping his punch back in the bowl which is... We stand Andy. Andy's a thick king. Baller move. Um, But I would say in the same way that Jaws 1 like you said that Saw sort of feels cheap just because... I feel like Jaws... They tried hard, but you could sort of see the constraints of the budget. Where if you compare that to Saw a Jaws three, I'm feeling that's sort of the territory now. Where we're in like a very end of the cycle where they're not spending as much money on making the movie anymore. Where things look cheap, actors aren't great. We're getting to that point where it's like, yeah, they're trying to scrape to bring up the nickels again. They are just like bringing the nickels together to try to spend as little as possible on this movie to make as as much as they can. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and talk about the evolving world of horror. What do you remember without looking? What did this open opposite? Another low budget horror, a massive horror franchise opens, begins opposite Saw 6. I would say this is a real changing of the guard weekend in 2009. Oh, wow. This goes up against another low budget horror juggernaut. It wasn't paranormal activity. It was paranormal yeah. activity. So that that and that's, it is really interesting because Saw commanded the the scary scary box office for five years, where it really, in a lot of ways, was a precursor to the American ultra gore torture porn, which they actually started before like Hostel and those came in. Okay, but hold on, the paranormal activities budget. Do you know this? Ten dollars. All together, well, I'll actually make a serious guess. Probably yes. like uh, eight hundred thousand dollars, two hundred and fifteen thousand wow. dollar budget post production. Production fifteen thousand dollars. The box office, you know, the box office for Paranormal Activity. Let's guess for U.S. or the uh, worldwide. Worldwide, probably three hundred million dollars. Two hundred million dollars. Yeah. So it's it's fascinating to get to this point in the Saw franchise where an even more micro budget genre worship film comes out that is an even crazier multiplier that sets off the next decade 
of horror franchising. That is just think about that. Jesus, a that it's is almost a crazy return. Yeah, it's it's so nuts. It's like so, if Primer right. had made more than a million dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Primer, look, if Primer had been released in at Christmas, oh, it would have done a classic Christmas movie. box office. That is a perfect Christmas movie. It is. Hey, hot take. My favorite Christmas movie, Primer. Primer, because you know. It's so confusing. I have no idea when it's actually taking place. Yeah. And sometimes if I shake my head enough, <laughs> I think it's taking place at Christmas. They go to that party. Yeah. Um, I love that reviews mentioned that Saw 6 contributed to the debate on the healthcare reform in the U.S. Amazing. That's <laughs> awesome. Do you yeah. think Bernie got his ideas I from watching Saw 6? I bet you Bernie was just like ripping bong and watching Saw 6 like, oh, it's pretty good. Wow. They, they do that in the Far East. <laughs> I gotta check it I've out. Been to, I've been to the Orient. I gotta, I gotta learn a thing or two from the Far East. So yeah, ba- I mean, basically, this got fucking demolished by Paranormal Activity. I mean, and this is this is a big moment because, like, again, this is the sixth Saw franchise. It is the the, the every fucking Halloween we get a Saw. This Halloween, sorry, trick or treat? No, trick or Paranormal freaking Activity. No one was saying that. No one was saying that. No, no, no one said that. No. This got a Pelicula X rating in Spain for extreme violence. The first movie. What does that mean? Like it got like a pornographic rating for violence, and it was screened only in eight adult theaters in Spain. <laughs> That's pretty. Good. See, America rules because like literally everyone and their dog w- would go see the Saw movies. <laughs> Which they should. Well, I mean, we are the country known for, uh, you know, random spree shootings. So, I mean, maybe there is some dynamic. But are we the country known for random twisted games? I mean, some many would argue yes. This movie argues that our entire <laughs> financial and healthcare system is essentially a twisted game. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Hard to argue with that. Um, I got, okay, so let me continue my argument or this is better than five. I think five has some mediocre gameplay moments. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, solve the puzzle before the nail bombs go off, which is fun and fine. Every game in this, from the temple screwing to the uh, heat blast maze to, I mean, God, uh, the climactic fucking spike in the fucking eye of that lady. That was, when she comes at the dude with the fucking saw, I was like, this is what it's all about. I mean, you're also, I don't want to talk. The dog pit? Need I say more? Ripped the dog pit. (laughs) They all got it. They rest in power to the dog. Um, the and, and of course you're missing the acid to the back. Oh, the acid injection is probably the coolest thing we've seen. That's up there so, with me for pig juice and needle. Pit. This reminded me a lot of Japanese game shows. Like if they were brought to a, a slightly more extreme, it, it feels sort of like how maybe the first, second, and third ones were sort of commenting on reality TV game show culture in like a tiny way, not like in a huge way, but it sort of had that idea in it. That could have sort of got lost in the, in the last few, but this is definitely like, this is like a game. Like, I could imagine watching this on TV, how to get out of this heat steam maze. Well, okay, I would say, again, the political dimension to this, where Jigsaw's like, as a healthcare company, you literally get to choose who lives and dies. And now we're going to make that as literal as possible, where you're literally going to choose who lives and dies, and you actually have skin in the game, quite literally. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's fine. I know it's like... Yeah. it's like You're starting to convince me. It, in, in a way, it's like, it's a little, it's a sort of a cheap heat situation, where Saw's like, again, like, the, the movies of the people, and we're, we're mad at the fat cats, we're mad at the corrupt cops and the heroin addicts. Those are the two worst people in our society. Corrupt yeah. cops and people who use heroin. And sex workers. And sex workers. But now we've added to the list people in the financial industry the predatory loan people in the beginning and mm-hmm. then of course the freaking evil healthcare guys yeah i don't know this is great i think if you're gonna if you're gonna politicize a saw movie get away from john's weird personal you know i right. Rand shit and a little bit more into you know yeah we we do private healthcare it, is a death machine it is a ghoulish nightmarish it monstrosity good, yeah. where capitalism has put very specific values on people and this movie to its credit that's what it's about i do like that i like that it's really like i think oftentimes horror is given more credit than it really needs to be like oh look how daring a social commentary this is i just like that this movie takes like such an obvious like yeah this should not be a part of our life and doesn't really use it to make any grand statements it's just like uses it as an excuse to show us cool traps and i want to point something out yeah saw six comes out october 2009 yeah obamacare signed into law march 2010 so not but four months after saw six america said 
you know what? We need more of this. You know this Slightly twisted different. game of privatized healthcare? Just make it a little more twisted. Let's add a bad website to it, it and was, call it a day. It was. I don't. I I remember going to it because everyone was talking about it. Like how cool this website is. We now have a healthcare website that everyone can go to. Yeah, and actually, you can still see if you go to rotten dot com, you can see the that's the original uh, Obamacare website. Just go to rotten dot com. Was it? I don't remember. It was did I go to rotten dot com back in two thousand and nine? Just if to get there, just search Lemon Party on okay. Google, and it'll take you right to the Obamacare website. Oh, they look nice. Yeah, they're having a good old time. They're getting <laughs> care. Yeah, Obama care. Those was good times. I remember that. I remember yeah, that era. The good living, old living in uh, Portland for spending three hundred dollars a month, living in a nice brick house. Yeah, on a hill overlooking the promenade. The promenade. I just thought, wow, this is like, wow. Who cares about healthcare? I'm twenty three years old. Yeah, something. it's sick. I got a physical. I went to like four physical therapy therapy appointments from an inflamed tendon. I dropped a, a cool six hundred dollars at the hospital. Yeah, I was like, this rules. This is a good ass. I'm happy that. I get to pay for what seemed like very short meetings where I learned how to do stretches. I do understand why young people don't vote. Yeah, for like, sure. Why wh- would you? Who gives a shit? Like yeah, it looks so sucks. fucking stupid yeah. and it does suck because like, yeah, you have, it doesn't fucking matter, but also it doesn't matter because I don't need healthcare when I'm 20. But you know what a cool kind of voting is? Voting in which members of the dog pit get shot in the stomach. Yeah, that's awesome. And <laughs> you vote not with your dollar. With Not your, with your heart, <laughs> but with a small chunk of your hand. With a small chunk of your hand. And that's this cool. kicked so much fucking ass. So, yeah, so I'm let's, sorry. This is better than five. It's yeah, so no, much you, more exciting. So I think so what fun. you have to do is is weigh. Because, yes, totally. The the, 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 the twisted traps in, in five were not good. I would say the, the central metaphor to five of you need to work together. It's like, okay. I understand, like, for, well, for one thing, it's frustrating because it's a little inconsistent with John Kramer's general individualist and libertarian philosophy and a lot of other things about independence and not, Yeah, it's right. weird. It doesn't work. And I like that this is sort of the bridge where we're like, oh, I get it now. That was a strange undoing of his libertarianism in four. And it's well, sort the of- thing is, I don't, I don't need him to be a good guy. I want him to like teach people specific lessons. And in this case, it's like, you denied me cancer care. Now I'm going to fuck your whole shit up, dude. It's great. I love that there's, uh, yeah, it's so cool how it brings every, it, every movie. This is, so we're, I think we, we're not going to talk about the plot. I don't know how to do that anymore. But basically, every movie, we, we refuse to move past the autopsy because they don't know how to keep making these Saw movies with him dead. Well, the best part is that at this point, I'm so genuinely confused the timeline, I don't even care. Right, because... The events you... of Saw 5 seem like they happened the day before, right. and the events of Saw 3 seem like they happened two days before yes. or something. And Saw 2 happened six months before right. that, and then Saw 1 happened a day or something before Saw 2. And, yeah, and, the, and this goes. This continues the insanity where I need to make post a correction where I thought that we saw the... Con- I For some reason, yeah, I, I thought what... that the box in Saw 4... Or is it five? Five. The box in yeah, five I thought was part of framing FBI agent Peter Straum, who, by the way, cameo from his freaking severed hand. Yeah. Good great, to see you again, Pete. Great cameo. Um, I mean, we saw his broken... We, no, we see him in a flashback. We see him in a flashback, but I'm saying he, he appears materially as a severed hand, which is cool as hell. It's awesome. It's because we, so it opens with the fat guy trying to desperately win a, a body-cutting contest against a small woman. Sure. But she... Really uses her noodle because <laughs> we see her. She's like, oh, I could cut off fingers. That'll probably get up to a pound. But then she sees what she's up against. That fatty. Yeah. It's like he's got so much. So she just goes, you know what? It's like buying a house. You see what someone else has. You're like, I got to outfox him at every turn. So she just like almost gleefully hacks her whole arm off. Right. Because throws it down like- a tube. Whoever cuts off the most shit's going to survive. And Have see, fun. I like that this movie... Again, it's so preposterous how it's political in some ways, but like the fact that he's using the same tactics as a predatory lender to make points to predatory lenders in some way, it's sort of strangely admirable, but it's also confusing. Because haven't you heard the Metallica song "Fight Fire with Fire"? I have, and I don't think it works because the chorus goes "Fight Fire with Fire," "Fight Fire with Fire." But I've tried it. They just 
join together and become. <laughs> they just join together <laughs> and become. <laughs> they join. <laughs> they just join together and become one. You get one big fire. At the yeah, end yeah. Of because the, you, yeah. you lose track of which part is which. It's just one fire, and fire is bad if you if it's like attacking your house. You don't want more fire. Do you feel like John Kramer's the kind of guy who like puts on opera in his house and walks around with his arms out? Mm. Like in Philadelphia? I hadn't thought about it. You know? I don't think so, no. He seems like the kind of guy that despises music. Maybe James Taylor. I don't know. He's he 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 wears robes around. Like He does wear a lot of robes. It's like silk bones. robes. And I love that when he's not wearing silk robes, he just wears hoodies because he still feels very comfortable if he's allowed to shroud his face. Yeah. Um, a lot of Tobin Bell in this, and baby, ring that bell all day. Well said. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's a special man. I think we were talking while watching the movie. Like, it must be hard for him to have sex, just because he's he's made he's jigsaw. He's jigsaw, and it's you he's... would be concerned that you're going to be caught in a twisted game. Or but the... maybe there's a lot of freaky ass people out there. Maybe there maybe so I'm this certain is it. There's like a Tobin Bell. I am hoping, sexual fan base. Like I'm hoping that in one of these movies, someone we see someone get. Normally now it's like. We see people get trapped in the in the twisted games, and they're like, "No, I want to have like some weird freak be thrilled that they they got chosen by the jigsaw." Yeah, there's like a sadist. He's like, "You're in a room full of pillows, and and decaffeinated tea." That'd be pretty good. What would you do? I take a nap. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I just wait it out. That yeah. usually works. Yeah, I mean, again, for the billionth time, we've learned if we've learned anything from jigsaw, maybe just don't do anything. You know, I think that's sort of why this one was, again, I think I like it a little better than five, but the whole time thing, they didn't quite nail for me. Yes, it was a little unclear to me. Because normally it's like something happens if they do it before. Well, in this case, the ticking clock was a, was a switcheroo that I feel like was a little not that clever. Because, yes, the big twist is we think the healthcare executive's family is trapped in the thing with him. But no, they're the family of a guy he denied coverage to who then died. Mm-hmm. And they ultimately choose whether or not he lives or dies. Yeah. And, and I love that twist is great. And then we, th- we think that the journalist is like his lover or unrelated to the plot. But no, she's his sister. And I, I think they do that very well because they allow us to make assumptions and then surprise us. But I, I agree with you. I wasn't entirely clear on what was going to happen if the timer went off. And then it basically proves that it didn't matter because they choose, not him, the final thing. Right. And that's and that's the other thing is that it, they. I think this movie is getting so into its own game shit that it's it's not really landing in the same way. Because at the end, like literally our main character is like, it wasn't my game. Like That's amazing. Well, I know it's amazing, but we used to just feel that, and now they literally have characters telling us that. No, but okay, but I don't know. I think you're focusing on, on the, that well, moment. That was I, just I, the, a precursor what I wanted to focus on was that there's no repercussions to what the boy or the mom do. Like, it doesn't matter. Well, they have to live with it. Yeah, but... In, they freaking in, melted that guy from the stomach out. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Yeah, it was pretty my cool. Po- yeah, it's fucking awesome. Fuck and my guy. point is that it's like... Before it'd be like, oh shit, I'm now confronted with a trauma that I had to live with, whether it's a physical trauma like losing limbs or a, a mental trauma of having to inflict pain on somebody. But here's just like, okay, but, but do I kill this guy? No, yeah, but, fucking okay. of course I do. But she sucks. makes the, the, the widow of the dead guy who uh, was denied coverage. What she says is, I think, interesting. She says, I'm not doing this for my husband. I'm doing this because you're going to do this to other people. I think but that, she doesn't. She says, "I'm not sorry." Or like, no, that's it what was she so says. Confusing. She 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 frames her decision to kill the healthcare executive by saying that you're gonna you're gonna kill his again. Lesson. No, he's the monster. Maybe he learned he's his lesson the killer. in the twisted traps. He, he, but the point is this: it's not about Jigsaw judging whether it's not Jigs, Jigsaw's like I'm not going to judge whether you're a killer. I'm going to let you, you the victims, the family of your victims, judge whether or not you're a killer. I think it scans. I think ideologically it's interesting, and I, I think um, if any movie that ends with a grieving widow killing the corporate guy who essentially allowed her husband to die horribly, to die in, the, in literally maybe one of the top five ways we've seen anyone die of the entire series, and I'm not trying to spoil my MVD here, no, but like, did, though. Um, I mean, it's, having enough acid in injected into your torso that your body dissolves into two halves and your guts spill out is yeah. fucking awesome. It's really good. And in a movie full of fantastic games, I was like, man, that's how that to me rose to the level of Donnie's watermelon head smash where I'm like, yes, this is the shit I want. This guy's freaking tummy is full of freaking acid and hot dogs. 
and hot dogs. Yeah. It looks like hot dog soup at the end. <laughs> so, well, what a cool soup. You think where it's a cool we, soup? Hot dog soup? That, yeah. We could make a vegan hot dog soup for you pretty easily. Well, when I was a kid, we used to just... Beanies and weenies. Beans and weenies. How'd you eat beanies and weenies? Um, Did you used to boil, fry, microwave, bake, I think well, for, for... This is the hallmark of dad's cooking night, is beanies and weenies. I think my mom... So does true. not really my mom is Moms very fastidious well it's it's Moms like hate them it's a lot of things from cans and packages and sodium <laughs> and it's super delicious and it's i think dad sort of like whether they call it beanies and weenies out loud in their mind they're calling it beanies and weenies oh yeah i mean and my mom is not she doesn't not she thinks that's crass and stupid well i just think um you know as men, we're glib, shallow idiots delighted by our own low beanies concept. Beanies and weenies. Uh, beanies and weenies. If yeah. you know. so, I'm yeah. delighted by my beanies and my weenies. I prefer my beanies to my weenies, but I don't mind my weenies. Wait. If you don't deserve me at my weenies... No, hold on. If you can't handle me at my beanies, you don't deserve me at my weenies. Well, I can't handle you at them. Can you mention Jill, Jill, talk, Jill and John at home? Like, what's for dinner tonight, Jill? And she goes, just beanies and weenies tonight. It's like, I love beanies and weenies. <laughs> I'd like to play a game. And then he just scarfs down beanies yeah. and weenies. So the, uh, the big the big Jill Tuck news is that, baby, she was tucked in the whole time. She was. It's crazy. This is awesome. Like, so, yeah, I I feel like if we had not recorded last episode over the phone in person, it would be more likely to come at you. About your total mistake about saying that you knew the contents I of the box. I fucking apologize. I know you did, but I never got my chance to, to like, I, I want to come out. spike the football on me? I just want to come out and t- to let the record show that I felt intimidated by Josh's uh, online digital physical presence. This is excuses upon excuses. Where I did not feel comfortable con- like telling him he was wrong, even though I had no idea what he was talking about when he said that the information to to frame Straum Straum <laughs> was in that box what's and, for dinner tonight and I mean it's beanies and weenies oh okay yeah so I, I just yes, I, you're, I, you're I, a victim and you're also right are you right happy? Those are, I just want to make sure you're everyone both knows. a victim and right those so, are very important yes. for me listeners uh, feel free to send in comments on what a horrible horrible time Charles has at my, uh, because it I'm doesn't have a, to be about I, have a hor- I just want to know that I'm a victim and I'm right those are very important like I those are in the same way that you young, know who would hate this shit this attitude who would despise this attitude I don't care freaking jigsaw in the same way that beanies and weenies Nourish a young boy. You being a victim and right, nourish an old Charles. Yes. Um, let's talk about the journalist in this. One, I love the ongoing depiction of journalists I in just the Sawverse. Moved on to Blackshirt. Yeah, I'm, I did the opposite. I'm on my ruby red grapefruit now. Um, when did the Jigsaw book come out? <laughs> because Jigsaw, this, <laughs> this was the one point where I was like, I want to know if you noticed this because this was like the, the one time I cocked an eyebrow and normally look like it's fucking Saw. I, I'm really not. I'm not in it to outsmart Saw. That's not the point. It's not fun to do that. But at one point he goes, you sensationalized my life in your book. And I'm like, wait, isn't, didn't he die He's like six yesterday? months old? Like he, if we, we don't know, maybe we should look this up. How does he know now? about the book published about him after his death before it comes? Like, but the, like also this, a year at the most has gone by since Saw 1? Yeah, the, the presence of the book about Jigsaw is definitely the one point where I'm like, okay, I have no clue chronologically when this journalist published a book about Jigsaw. But here's the thing, I love it. No, it's I love great. that there's a book about him. I love these on magazine covers, but the timeline of Saw is it's so ridiculous because he hasn't been a, a serial killer menace. I mean, he's done a lot, granted. He has, he has gotten his hands dirty. He's been a very active little boy. But like the fact that someone, not, not even like a, well, who's a prolific writer right now? I haven't read a book in years. John Grisham. Yeah, not, well, isn't he dead? Is John Grisham dead? I don't know. Hey, rest in peace, John Grisham. He's been writing for 40 years. The firm. The um, soft like a couch. The, I just. That's a good joke. You didn't you really, weren't really paying attention, but I mean, it was a Mother's Day throwback. Yeah, I heard it. Soft the like soft, a couch. The soft, but like the firm, the soft like a couch. The firm, the soft like a couch. So it's a Grisham Mother's Day crossover. Oh, it's like Day a mattress, crossover. a mattress couch situation. <sighs> We're trying to find a couch. Uh, well, you got to get the we we got the most fucking any, like any any Republicans or conservatives listening. Check this shit out. Our couch is called the toggle coddle. 
I hate it. I know, but it's it's a wonderful couch, but I it's designed for millennials it. to buy for. Do you like it? I love it. It's great. Is it looking nice? I haven't really had a it chance to great. look at it. We're trying to find a couch for our. our yeah, new you house. just said that. Right, but then you interrupted me and said toggle cuddle. No, I said we got a cowardly millennial couch. You can plug your phone into it, though, right? You can plug your phone into it. Can you plug your dick into it? I certainly have. How did it? It's a pretty fuckable couch. It looks fuckable. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you're going to want to lube it. I feel like if if, you if cars had been named couches instead of cars, if if the series is about couches, right? Were they are they still racing yeah, and stuff? Oh, okay, still, yeah, so they're racing still, couches. Yeah, they're still doing couch races. I mean, there's like literally anything different about the Cars franchise would have made the entire thing better. So yes, couches would have been a much more like why are they racing? But uh, the couches would have um, if he, if it had been about couches, I feel like the toggle coddle would have been one of the like trashy whores that Owen Owen what's his name gets to hit on and pretend to fuck Lightning McQueen yeah, 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 yeah those yeah, yeah. Uh, couch slots yeah he would have been like a, a nice leather no he would have been plather yeah for like a vinyl couch yeah well, old man sort. Hoggins or whatever you know that one kind of couch that's just designed for you to stick to when it's warm out <laughs> yeah. this is the worst couch who if you willingly buy a vinyl couch, you're a fucking psycho. Yeah, talk to us. If you're listening to this Saw series because you're a psycho, that probably means you're also one of these... We're concerned that this might turn you into the kind of twisted killer who would lead people into twisted games to learn valuable lessons about teamwork and socialized healthcare. Yeah. So, uh, so wait, Mater would have been... In this like, movie, Jigsaw goes, this is the future liberals want. He does, yeah. And then he makes a jack-off hand. But isn't this cool? Um, you're making populist media. You're making like the most, like this juggernaut cool. mainstream horror thing. And you're like, well, this movie's going to be about how we need single Dude, it's, I mean, it's amazing. Like you brought up the Obamacare shit. Like it's amazing to think that the leaders of this country, their response to it was to ba- bail out the bankers and create a fucking nightmare healthcare situation that's just written slight. by the healthcare industry. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Saw Six, a ten million dollar movie, is like, how do we just murder all the fucking people that sold shitty loans? And uh, well, this is what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, when, when it's we talk awesome. about a franchise where it's like, how do you justify? Because again, the, the thesis that we find ourselves constantly butting up against in a franchise based podcast are critics saying what the fuck a sick saw movie and it's like look at how they're using this real estate they're using this space in the culture to communicate a fucking awesome powerful message about how this horrible nightmarish nefarious industry destroys people for profit and it's just singularly devoted to torturing executives who make those decisions that's amazing and it doesn't spare the the dog pitters either the ones that are like don't even make very much money but are still part of it yeah, no, they deserve it too. No one's innocent. Or you think about like just getting back to, if you'll permit me, in Star Wars. Yeah, go for it. In the you know this most recent trilogy, like the greatest conceivable ending is like, Ray actually is kind of a Skywalker. When you think about it, and it's like oh, the bloodline, the elite bloodline continues. Like what a shitty, stupid message right. to spend that much time telling. Which is such a strange reversal because even Seven, which. You can knock it, you can like it, I don't really give a fuck, but at least like Abrams was like, this is an unrelated new Jedi who's really cool. Right, and then the ultimate conservatism is like, like oh, oh wait, wait no, they're all related again. We were just talking on a walk, like, yeah. why the end of The Mandalorian had to be like, oh, by the way, just in case you're getting bored, here's Luke Skywalker. Right. And like, it, really? It, it's, it's weird, because we, we talk about things getting up their own ass, and it's like, moves like that just sort of seek to reassert the importance of the original thing, which I feel like is cowardly and conservative. Yeah. And like, in, in, by, again, Saw 6 is like, the private healthcare system is a fucking twisted game. You're like, this I, is I have nothing compared to this. Right. Like, I wish I, I right. were this. The, the, the start would say, as much as I enjoy The Last Jedi, literally nothing about the last 20 years of Star Wars have added more to the public discourse than Saw 6. It's true. In a single movie. I would say Saw 6 is one of, like, it's so weird to hear, like, like leftist podcasts talk about mainstream media and try to pull, like, some, like, oh, Avatar's cool, or oh, like, all these Please dumb- don't start podcast beef with much more popular entities we don't have the time or money to do this anyway i'm just saying like i think saw six is this secret little leftist movie that no one really cares about no one's watched and it's not only is it a fun movie but it 
it just like does this job so well because it's so obvious. Well, you talk about the overlap between like if you do the overlap between the most passionate parts of the Republican and Democratic parties, call like like what what used to be the fringe of the Trump world, which of course com- completely cannibalized the rest of the body, or like the the, the ad- passionate Bernie advocates, something that they both agree uncritically is that there are obviously wealthy elites who obviously make life fucking horrible for people just to maximize profits in such a craven brutal way that it defies like any understanding of a moral universe that that happens and this movie which i'm certain whatever political background you're from if you are someone who like is angry and and feeling uh that you you are disempowered and feeling like they're you know you want to see these structures confronted I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen any movie address that topic so directly. Like it is very. Yeah. It feels like a universally powerful populist message to point out the obvious. You can be a Republican. You can be a Democrat. Whatever. Obviously, the healthcare system is fucking terrible. And I think what it also does well is it make it's a fun movie. Like it yeah. uses it really. It goes towards the twisted games. And I'm going to just describe a couple. Okay. We have the opening one, which pits one person against each other much in the same way that a survivor type like mini game solo game would or some other like a, a game like a head-to-head well and like we have to chop off Saw more five's flesh. opening Saw yeah. five's opening very similar vibe that one they both could have survived though no that's true but i'm so saying my, that the, the intimacy of the one-on-one and directly yes. and i think what, what this one pushes even more is that a lot of these games are one person has to outlive the other person. Like in the first one with our main hero, he's got Hank. What was his name? Larry, the smoker. Oh, Hank. The, yeah. The, the fucking janitor. <laughs> They're like, you <laughs> You are of, of perfect health, but a scumbag. And here we have found a smoker who hates his <laughs> yeah, life. Like, You're got... a healthcare CEO who sh- destroys people's lives for money. And this guy smokes. <laughs> he knows he has high blood pressure, but, but he, he smokes still, anyway. Yeah. Oh, God. So can you outbreathe him? Because we're going to every breath you take sends cement blocks into your belly. And again, so like both of these games are only one person's getting out of here. And it, it totally it just changes the way the system works because it it's in that system of this is what you've set up. You set up a system where you are choosing who gets to live and you can't choose everybody because that's what America is. Only yeah. half of us get to live. I would hope that if I was going to make a Saw movie inspired by this, I would definitely make an immigration-themed one where mm-hmm. like border guards have to go through horrible games. That would be awesome. Maybe that's what Spiral's about. I hope so. I do have one. This is the single, and listeners, I want to say go ahead, emotional trigger warning. Because, Charles, there's one heartbreaking piece of trivia. It's a single sentence that now it's all I can think about. Oh, my this God. This is going to ruin your day. Ready? In the early planning stages for Saw 6, one discarded story idea had Detective Hoffman taking on the mafia. <laughs> what? Literally all I want in the world now. In space. No, not even in space. You, we can just start with like the mafia. Jigsaw takes on the mafia? Jigsaw Are you versus fucking the shitting Sopranos. Me? It's very John Wicky, isn't it? Yeah. It, that would be Jason. That would be really interesting, actually, because he's... That would be just like, you know, what everyone loves The Godfather because it's about bad guys and bad guys, but yeah. there's some good bad guys and bad bad guys. And we're just saying it right now. Saw 6 is better than The Godfather. Yeah, Francis absolutely. Ford Coppola wishes he could make Saw 6. Plus, this is a tight 88 minutes. That fucking thing's so Jesus long. Christ. Holy shit. Yeah, but I like there's that scene where he's like, we don't hate black people and we don't drill, deal drugs. So we're the good bad guys. Yeah, honor amongst thieves, yeah. etc. But yeah, I think that would be interesting to see a Hoffman. I like Hoffman. I think he's he's at, he's close to Donnie in his vibes of being a trash bag, but he's just like a taut trash bag, not like a not like a, a gloopy one. Well, we were talking about how like um, there's there's a weird 
dissonance in this movie when we're looking at like the office scenes in this movie it looks very much like a yeah. like we're watching boston legal for yeah, a minute or it something doesn't look great and like everyone looks very smooth and slick and and things are a little brighter and then like uh one of the guys who gets denied coverage shows up he just shows up like unshaven face all puffy and weird and he looks like a saw like a schlubby broken down classic saw resident and, and uh <laughs> yeah that's so true and there's also we talked about this there's another wonderful moment in this weird world of saw where jill Tuck is just in her apartment, like looking out over the city. Oh my god! Which again continues what to city go unnamed. Is this? And, and again, it's like Gotham esque, where yeah. it's like now there's an abandoned zoo in the mix. And oh like, my god! I fucking love these movies. I here's my the big takeaway for me about Saw Six. I am just as in love with this franchise now than I ever have been. I really yeah. am so no, enjoying it, it, this. I think you know when you're say playing a disco Elysium, say sure. And you're you you in the same way that you start your game and you have to choose. It all adds up to twelve or whatever, but you have to put your point somewhere. And I think the Sawverse has shown us that it's hard to rank them because I think they always total twelve. But there's sometimes you know the Twisted Games gets a six and the character development gets a two, and sometimes it's like it just yeah. There's always things that aren't quite as good as the others, but sometimes like they excel. I think this is a nice like. If you want to play a character that's not beefy in one thing and losing it in another, this is like a solid like three, 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 three movie. Well, yeah, but then also it's like, you know, Saw three I didn't like as much as Saw four, but you wouldn't get the ending of Saw four without Saw three. Well, I mean, that's always a, a franchise thing, and if they are, that's why this is maybe we've said this a few times. I think we said this about I'm trying to remember now, but I think we've said like, oh, this is the greatest franchise ever made now three times, but Saw might be the greatest franchise ever made because it is using each movie. As you said at the beginning of the show, this has more flashbacks than like any other movie ever. Like a quarter of this movie is just looking back at other movies and it works. Like I don't get sick of it. I don't think it's cheesy. I think it's like, oh yeah, that's awesome. We now get to relearn shit in a new light. It really works. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't feel cheap because again, like a- another classic lazy criticism of of franchises is that like you know why is this happening why does this have to be such a long series and the whole thesis of saw is almost every single moment that were shown may very well be incredibly significant later on and again people talk about like like it's very funny to me to think about how much attention and praise was lavished on the lost guys who like could never do this like proved ultimately that they could never satisfy the number mm-hmm. of like weird dangling storylines and weird asides no. and like and, and then they they got a blank check to do whatever they want and they continue to just yeah. do this the lost and, guys is like if you go to a restaurant and you just like keep ordering dishes and like they're like oh that sounds awesome and then they just never show up and you're like wait what's happened to my dish like oh wait that's in the kitchen we will get it out to you but if you want to order something else we'll make sure to, we'll include it for free don't worry about it so you order something else Right. And that just happens for eight years. And then Saw is like the ultimate tasting menu where it all works yeah, together. This is a buffet. It's <laughs> this is a, Saw is a buffet where you keep coming back and you think it looks the same, but then you get back to your table and like, oh, wow, I'm glad I went for these dumplings. Yeah, and it's like because I went for the dumplings, they got the freaking jelly plate set. Right. The plate with the little piece of jelly yes, on it? because I took the last one and they had to replace it with something else. And I, even though it's in the same place, mm. it's now jelly. Most valuable deaths, I think... It's very hard to compete with the acid injector. That was just... I feel like you wait a whole Saw movie for some guy to get hydrochloric acid pumped into his stomach and until he melts. What's awesome about the Saw franchise is that you don't know you've been waiting. Yeah. You and think again, you're watching a movie and then you realize, oh no, this was all just to watch some sad set get injected with hydrofluoric acid. And, and this is the thing that 5 didn't have, where in 4, yeah. there's that... The, looking back on 4, it is just a masterpiece. Mm. But you, you, like, they look up at the ceiling and they're like, why are those, those two blocks of ice up there and then at the end of the movie we're like over oh, the best thing that's ever happened Donnie Wahlberg's head being turned into yeah. tomato soup and in this movie they're like okay we know there's hydrochloric acid it's really not clear we is think it it's rain? a sprinkler yeah, system yeah we think it's gonna rain down right? but then the final twist is so fucking unexpected and wonderful where we're like oh that's what the acid was for uh, they're gonna fucking pin cushion this bitch and pump him full of dissolvy juice it's amazing it's it's I mean obviously it's the MVD but there's some good like I like the I like the the heat maze was really inventive. The heat maze ending in the lady trying to kill him with the saw and then having her brains poked with this that was But even bef- like the maze itself was really fun. It's yeah. like 
it's like a cooperative what was that legends of the hidden temple or yes. something where you had to like work with a teammate to get through some weird game the temple guards baby. but in this game it's oh there's guardian heat gun on and the only way to turn off the heat for the other person to get past it is for you to burn your skin off yourself by flicking a switch and they both get so fucked up it's awesome and then she gets out and he's like oh you have a key in your belly oh there's a saw over here and then it's it's so like it, it's like a, I think that's the closest moment to a pre-Saw 6 style Saw experience where people are often working together in some way. I don't know. I never, you don't get that like, it's but, weird. They're separate. Yeah. There's always a wall between them. Well, I think this movie is is more subtle in its criticism of capitalism than some of the other ones where like if 5 is all about these people are selfish and self-motivated and never pause to yeah. even consider working together. In this one, like with the dog pile, his, his team of vicious yeah, insurance adjusters, that, like when fa- face-to-face with the possibility of death, they just tear into each other remorselessly. No one tries to do anything selfless. It's just awful and, and degrading. And, and he watches his own system that he profits from who, who evaporate and, and turn it on itself. Well, again, the black guy's I'm nickname ne- was the Terminator, and that's a cool-ass office nickname. So not only was he the Terminator, but he also was the one that was like, uh, he wasn't making shit up. He was just like, I'm your best worker, which... I mean, yeah. he, I, maybe he was lying, but I feel like he would know. That's well, like yeah, not but a then lie. like there's not... like the the annoying moralistic white guy in the sweater vest who's he's like, awesome. "You're a fucking dick, and I hate you." But when that he... was when he knew he was gonna die. It yeah, was well, really fuck, pathetic. Just, it was just awesome. Take your shock onto the stomach like a man. But I like that um, the Terminator was like my everyone else was like, "Oh, my family is like dying, and I need to take care of them, or I'm pregnant." He's like, "My family's rich. I will pay you whatever. I will give you money if you let me live." Right, I and think he doesn't pitch was survive great. him. Yeah, I blame. He chooses the two women. I blame what does that racism. mean? Does he love women? I mean, we support women on the podcast. We do, and which is like, why occasionally my wife guests. So is that? Do you think that's why he chose the women? Even though he's Terminator was his performative feminism yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, takes yeah, the place yeah, yeah, of yeah, real yeah. activism. I don't know. Do you think this is actually so prescient that is it is already seeing ten years later where insurance companies are now creating ads just like in support of women, but they're still just ruthless, twisted insurance companies. Hey, speaking of uh, producing ads, we get our first big spiral. Oh, yeah. Big ass spiral. Huge spiral. We saw a spiral on on the street today. We were taking a walk in Jamaica (sighs) Plains and saw a big spiral. Well, it was like, it was like this big. It, it was, was pretty small. If it were a spider, it would be big. Right. But as a spiral. As a painted spiral, yes, it's not pretty that small. big. Yeah. Um, okay, so most valuable death, we agree. A lot of good ones, but I mean, come on. Acid injectors is insane. That the, was the so spinning, The spinning dog pit was clever, inventive, and had a nice moment, and I, I liked it. But yeah, I mean, obviously, like the head, the ice head, this, like those are the moments where they're quick, sudden, explosive like oh i don't need like the drawn out ones are fun to watch but what's truly captivating is watching donnie Wahlberg's get his head smashed right and then this is a tight 88 minute movie and the opening games the pre-title card opening game that's like what two or three minutes i mean it's really short it's really yeah. to the point yes yeah, all it's the awesome. shit's to the point i think yeah. the longest one is the spinning dog pit yeah um but we do oh we haven't even talked about the one where there <laughs> he's like he he says there's a sign that says take them or what does it say take them yeah and he has to grab two handles, and he's just like, fuck oh, yeah. that. He's like, your office assistant's a fucking lame loser. Look at all these photos of him being lonely. <laughs> Somebody's all... been taking pictures of this poor guy your all by himself. Your secretary's old and in it's... the way. Who will you pick? But her family likes her. That sort great. of. We think. He's like, I'm sorry. And they have barbed wire nooses. God, this movie kicked so much ass. We yeah. paused one point for me to pee, and we were like, over halfway done with the movie yeah. and it felt like we had just sat down I, uh, I love Saw 6 Hank when he gets squished in the belly he starts peeing which is a lovely yeah. detail <laughs> yeah they they cut to an insert shot of him pissing himself <laughs> like, and then there's a second insert shot of the piss streaming out of his pants yeah it's, it's it's really strangely like and there's a scene where like uh, with the barbed wire one where he, one of the guys just like spitting blood or and saliva it's just like it's it's just gross. In the same way that pig juice sort of upped the ante of, oh, maybe blood and guts aren't as disgusting as, or I guess pig juice is guts, but like, what's that? I'm on Letterbox. <laughs> Why is it doing that? Letterbox sucks now. What do you mean? They autoplay. Well, you've been, used, like you've been using it for like three weeks. No, no, but now on the on the mobile platform, they add it autoplays ads. I oh hate God! It. Yeah, I I I was a patron for a year. Yeah. 
It felt good. I'm sure it did to I give was, money to Letterboxd. Yeah, I used to like when I when I this was back when I was dating, mm. and I would like that was my opener. Like, so you went Letterboxd? I give fifteen dollars a month to not see ads on Letterboxd. And then usually your date's like, let's just go back to my place now. I was like, well, we can't go now. I'm still writing a review for Lamb yeah. Before Time. Yeah, you're like uh, my my vegan quiche. I haven't had my vegan quiche yet, so I'd like to have that before sex. Yeah. Do you, you ever have a little quiche before sex? Europeans yeah. keep a yeah. little refrigerator in the bedroom. A quiche, a quiche box. They'll take a bite of quiche Lorraine. Yeah. And then they'll they'll make love. One for the quiche box, one for the wife box. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's what they say in French. What do they say in French? Yeah. Uh, which I believe the, is le poisson de quiche. Okay, most valuable player. Uh, this is a tough one. I, I want to give it to fucking Jill Tuck. Wow, Jill, that's two Jill's, and two. And, Four. One, Jill Tuck, it's one of the best names we've ever encountered. And you two, can't give someone... Em, I mean, you can. I know you I can, can do whatever, whatever the fuck you want. Whatever the fuck I want. She's just really in the mix in this movie. Because we realize that she's been working with Hoffman. She is helping John carry out his game against Hoffman. And by the way, we didn't even talk about Hoffman escaping brilliantly his own reverse bear trapping at the end yeah. of the movie. So, at the hands of Jill Tuck. But i got to give it to Jill. Okay. I do want to also, I, I know uh, I've sort of done this already, but in this, I do, I wasn't a victim this time, but I was right because last episode I did predict that Hoffman would get his game in, in Saw 6. Right, and he escapes it brilliantly. And so he does. we'll see what happens in Saw 3D, I the final chapter. don't like Hoffman as an actor, I think, which is why I don't choose him because he is like a captivating person. But yeah, I, I'm not really into him. I think I'm going Perez. Yes, we didn't talk about this, but yes, yeah. we, we, we get a little slice of Perez back. It's awesome. Just to have her ripped away again. And but we think she dies in four? They So they, we don't think she dies. They make us believe she dies, and then we learn that it's all an FBI trap. Yeah, because... The, because they're trying to figure out who Jigsaw is. There should have been William Forsyth guy is like, JK, psych. Yeah, we put that bloody pillow in the room. Just, just try to figure... Because they thought it was Stroud. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we'll kill Perez, and then he'll do something a little bit bonkers because he's lost his Perez, and he'll show his hand. But literally show his hand because uh, there's... It's all that's left. That's all we got. <laughs> they smushed the rest. <laughs> uh, smushed him. That's so Yeah, but good. then, uh, of course, Perez does uh, then get uh, stabbed to death. Viciously. Viciously. And, and a pretty awesome scene where Hoffman goes full buck wild and... He's like, tell me where it is. Tell me where it is. You lie to me. Tell me where it is. And she's like, hey. That's not a fapping noise. That's a stabbing noise. Yeah, definitely. So who are you going to get to Perez? We liked Perez. Perez was yeah, great. Yeah, and I'm glad she's gone again because I don't know that I, I... I like this movie just moves through bodies. Like we're churning, always churning through new cops. Well, Erickson is dead now officially. Perez is dead now officially. Burned alive. Uh, Strom is now definitely dead, 100%. Yeah. They're, they can't back out on that. No. He was smushed. We saw his hand. I mean, they did, like, Darth Maul. I'm sorry to bring him up, but Darth Maul was chopped in half, fell in a hole, and he came back. But I think Strom is effectively nothing. I think he's, nothing. he's fully smushed, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, which leaves us with uh, what seems like heading into the final installation of this section of the Sawverse. Right, because um, this is the final chapter. Well, and again, this underperformed so dramatically that instead of doing two movies... They, they compressed it all into Saw 3D. They wanted this to be Saw 3D, and the, they didn't tell the director, and he was like, fuck you guys, don't oh, do shit, that. Oh, shit, I forgot. We're, I'm very, I love watching 3D movies in 2D. In 2D. Yeah, so, I'm very excited to watch this. We're going to do it right now. Yeah, I guess as we set up Saw 3D, it, it strikes me that Hoffman has escaped again. John's trap so again. He, so he is gameless. Is this a Tuck v. Hoffman finale? Yeah, so this is, we. I can see why they would think this is going to be the final game, because we have finally, after four movies... Moved past John's death and seen more John than ever. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know how John's still going to be in this movie. I'm pretty sure he is. Um, he's gotta be. He's gotta be. And this this is the first movie we've seen where Jigsaw just shows up uh, just to deliver the video intros just himself. Yeah, it's, it's like what your choice, it's your boy John. I think there were so many. They're like, we can't just show this doll every time. Yeah. It's, getting, it's not scary if we see the him. doll in the hanging part. Looks awesome. Yeah. Oh, God, this movie kicks ass. Whoop. Okay, uh, join us next week for that's the dog getting up. the seventh Saw film, Saw 3D. Yep. We're quickly growing towards the end of the franchise, which is heartbreaking, but uh, stick with it, baby, and check us out on Patreon. What are we doing on Patreon next, Charles? We don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh, we'll wait, we out. might, I think we're going to record an episode in the car while we're waiting to watch Spiral. Oh, that's great. Yeah. We may, you may so get a taste of the- Some light banter. Some light banter. In All a right. car. 
I'm going to go use the bathroom because we had a big Middle Eastern lunch. Oh, no. Don't use this one. You broke it last time you did that. I didn't. It was already broken. Yeah, but you it, exacerbated it, it. I just pooped and flushed. That should not be enough right, to ruin right. a toilet. No, you didn't ruin I'm, It was already broken. It's like if you broke your foot. Then tell me not to use it. That's what I just did. I said, don't use this one. But at the time, I I'm know, saying you're didn't. retroactively no, punishing I'm me. I'm not punishing you. This is one of your twisted punishing games. You. I'm just saying now that we know. Ever since Josh broke my toilet, I was compelled you, to test the limits of human nature. With your fat shits. My fat shits. All right. See you next week, everybody. Bye. credit scene oh really should we watch it real quick no what it's too late <laughs> no it's not let's just watch it's it right now we can record it are we rec- we're going yeah we're going live this is good pre-roll because we haven't been in the same room to do an episode how do we watch it do you think saw six and credits post credits who and knows credits credits i wish they had blooper reels in saw bloopy oh here we go it's 54 seconds Oh, great. I got time for that. We'll turn it up. I can't see it. Because you're recording. You can't. Huh. So, I mean, it doesn't sound like it's very loud. She's just walking. She sees a key. Well, that can't be good. She looks at a key. Oh shit! It's oh, the fuck. daughter. It's Jeff's daughter. We're going back in time again, and she says something, but we'll never know. What. Oh no! Now, here she, we go. She say it's a daughter. Don't trust Hoffman. That makes sense. He did abduct you. So you, wow, She's Saw Seven is yeah. Saw Seven Saw Three D. Yeah, and trust me, there's trivia about that. Okay. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. All right. It's a little weird to do this without cans, I got to say. I'm not against it. but uh, okay. I like it. I've never done it with cans. Are we right? You've never... God, you're, you're driving this wild. Dude, man. my audio sounds better than yours, so, you know, something I'm doing is right. All right. Okay. Uh, we don't need to do anything. That that was the start it. of the show. Start, no, no, no. This is how we're starting the show. No, it's not. Why not? We have to do the intro. We can do it now. Okay. Let's start now.